The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, Bruce, and I'm joined with E. What's going on with you, bro? My brother, how you doing, man? Good, man. It's a great day to be above ground, man. It is, bro. You know what I'm saying? It is, bro. Talking to the people once again. Uh, I wanted to share a little fact with you, dog. So, 2023, you know, everybody pop off with the New Year's resolutions. Everybody got things they want to do. So, over the past course, couple of years, some of the uh, top resolutions that people have had were improve mental health, pay down debt, weight loss, working out, saving money, and just a happier perspective overall, just having a happier perspective on life. And like, I'm a foodie dog. So at points of desperation, you look for quick results and foods get food gives me that, you know, I got control over it. Um, I can do what I want with it. I can eat it. I can have as much as I want. And sometimes it's soothing, but then you got guilt, shame, frustration, all that comes into play. So, uh, a great if you're trying to if your goal is a weight loss or to go to the gym a lot more attach it to someone other than yourself you know what I'm saying have someone like for me as my daughter and my wife you know I got to be around for them I got to be able to play with my play with my daughter you know I ain't trying to be out there like my back hurt you know my legs hurt all this so that's why I attach it to man so whatever your New Year's resolution is whether it's to save money try to attach it lose weight whatever it is get healthier attach it to somebody other than yourself most definitely um. Definitely, uh, if I may add something on that. Go ahead, Also, bro. you might, uh, again, let's stop aiming for something overly grand. Sometimes, mm-hmm. man, you got to make it personal. You got to make it, uh, also, you got to make it doable, too. Facts. Um, you know, just being the best version that you can be on a daily. You yep. wake up and you just want to, you know, honestly, you just want to be better than the person that was walking this earth the day prior. 100%. Wanna, you know. 1% better. That's it, man. Hey. 1% better, dog. That's it, man. And that's all we could do. You most know what definitely. I'm saying? Most deaf, most deaf. Um, so, my brother, um, got anything else you want to add on that? Nah, that's it, bro. We can hop right into it. Okay, man. So, um, without further ado, I got a topic for you, man. I got a question for you, actually. What's up? <laughs> Guess we could call it the topic, but it's a question that I want to ask you. So, um. Hmm. You ready for this one, bro? Yeah. What's going on? All I right. don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Would you rather be seen as common or uncommon? Mm. Common. You'd rather be seen as well, common. You know my brain, bro. I'll I try to give you a quick answer, but well, yeah, that's I'm your over here answer. thinking you like, what do you mean? What aspect? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, <clears throat> depending on what it is, um, civilized, I want it to be common. You know what I'm saying? As far as standing out, you know, uh, unleashing gifts, and I want to be uncommon. Um, so that's how I look at it. It depends on what 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 angle you're going at with it. 
Because there's multiple things. You know, if it's just, do you want to just be a common person on this earth, just walking, just general? Like, nah. If you know, I want to be uncommon. Okay, cool, cool. But if you, if okay, so if this was a pop quiz per se, and mm-hmm. you just were presented with two answers you had to pick from, one being common, one being uncommon. Mm-hmm. Well, I pick uh, uncommon. I just go with the uncommon. Okay. Why? For the simple fact, um, it just adds more pizzazz, man. It adds more like variety to me. Okay. Okay. So it's funny, man, because uh, when my grandfather was here on this earth, man, he used to always say, um, it's funny, man, how it's always you hear people say things at the moment and then it doesn't register until they go. Then all of a sudden you reflect back. You're like, yo, I get it. I understand what he was saying. So, uh, peculiar. He used to always talk about that. He's been saying that, like he was saying that for years, right? Really? Yeah, peculiar. It's really not a word that's used all the time. But in this situation, I think it's perfect. I think it's, uh, I think it's a perfect copy and paste for this situation here. But um, it's like the way he used to go about doing his thing, right? He definitely was all of that peculiar. He was definitely that. Um, but it's like now looking back at the way he lived his life, right? He would have been so different than most people that you know that's in this world today. Just couldn't you couldn't put him into a box because you know he was. <laughs> He wasn't man in stature. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't tall at all. It wasn't big at all. Facts. But the thing about it is, like, man, it's like he had a big personality mm. that was really silent. Did you hear what I said? He had a big personality that was really silent. Mm. But he, you couldn't put him in a box because he was too big for a box. And you know, like looking looking back at it, and like looking at my life now. Trying to answer that question that I asked you. Yeah. I definitely would say I would rather be seen as uncommon. You know, those are the valuable things in life. You think about the things in life that's most valuable are the things that you don't have a lot of them. Facts. You know, so that means the demand, the demand increases on those things that there, there aren't tons of, you know, diamonds, you know, um, pearls. Things that's uncommon, you know, the ninth wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, those things there is like, yo, like, that's expensive. You know, it's rich. It's grand, so to speak. So, I know you probably wondering, you like, okay, what you getting to, bro? How you even got this topic, right? So, one day, I was at work and I was just thinking, right? Just looking around, thinking. And I said to myself, you know, I saw a Ferrari. Yeah. I saw a Ferrari. Riding and, down the street at park? No, it was park. Yeah. What but, color was it? You remember? Man, I can't remember. Oh, like, okay. I'm going to be honest I with you. I thought it was something that about it that, like... Uh, no, see, oh, I didn't even let you get in your story. No, so I'm over... <laughs> I can but see I what you're I thought it was something like, that... What color yeah. was it? But you know what? <laughs> how you acting, that's how most people act, right? Yeah. For me, man, I... Honestly, I I don't know, man. My Like, my my son, like, my baby boy, he's big on cars. Like, he's big on cars than I am. Like, me, I'm like, okay, it's a car. I'm sorry, that's that's just how I look at things, I mean, right? I'm like, yo, it's, it's a nice car, but it's a car, <laughs> you know? But then it's like, the gentleman, he was like, um, he was talking to someone, and he was like, um, 
can I park it here? And the other, you know, the other, uh, the guy he was talking to, he was like, well, you can park it in the garage. No, 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 no. I can't go in the garage. Mm. I was like, okay, cool. Um, then it's like, it, it just dawned on me, right? I'm like, okay, so you spend all of this money on a car in which like, I start, I start to evaluate life, right? So what helps give you more sleep at night? I'm, I'm all about whatever helps give, you know, get me more sleep at night. I buy this expensive car, and then all of a sudden, now more worry comes with this expensive car because now the car is uncommon, but I want it. Mm. I want it in a sense. I want the the benefits and the rewards of things that are common, but I can't get that with this car. Mm. Now I'm sitting around here. I got to think about, okay, people going to be out there wanting to take pictures of the car. People gonna Some people going to be on your car, you know. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you want to park to the side of the street, but you don't know somebody could come by and still brush your car. You can hit, you know, people can hit your car. Anything can happen 100%. at any given time. But it's like the moments that you want to be extra precautious of something, that's when, oftentimes, that's when mistakes can't happen. And the things you don't want to happen, they happen. You know, it's like you said something, man, before. You was like, you know, your your normal everyday routine that becomes impeded because now you thinking too, you know, it's like you want to bubble wrap this thing. You want this thing to be, you know, uh, mm. just extra protected, but really and, tru- really and truly, again, you want, you want to live a common life with something that's uncommon. Bro, how many people in the, in the world doing things in their life, their lifestyle that's going against they, what they like? How many people are doing things that are uncommon? Trying to live a common lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm like, saying, bro. bro. And, man, it's crazy, bro. Like, man, that's crazy, dog. Because I'm just thinking, like, man, like, and I, I, I ain't trying to get too deep or nothing like that, man. I think we're getting ready to go there, man. But I'm saying, like, bro, how many people with gifts and talents, but they letting drugs, drugs not even supposed to be in your life, bro. You're not even supposed to be on drugs. You're not even supposed to be drinking like that. not even supposed to be giving your body away like that. But you're doing something that's uncommon to your gift. And you're trying to live in your gift. You know what I mean? You're trying to be common in your gift. And it's like, bro, that's why it's not working. That's why, you that's know what I'm saying? That's why it becomes detrimental. And like you said, that's why you got so much stress. Because you overly thinking now. Because you done added this extra variable that even, that shouldn't even be there. You know what I'm saying? That it's just, it's just um, messing up your your whole your whole movement. You done threw an extra ingredient that ruined the whole bro, meal. Crazy, dog. It's like, man, I, you know... I'm going I'm to take it there. You were talking about, you know, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. So let's, let's go backward for a second yeah. before we take a few steps forward. Let's go back. All right. So, you know, I grew up in the church. You grew up in the church, right? Correct. Or you in the church, you know, same difference. So you got, you know, you got brothers and sisters that's in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Now the church teaches us that should we be common or uncommon? Think about it. Uh, uncommon um, because of, you know, you're not supposed to be of the world. Exactly, right? So everything that's said to be in the world. Yeah, you're supposed to fight against it. Exactly. So with that being said, so the world, the worldly out, you know, the worldly outlook on things would be really common. Common. Mm. 
which is crazy, bro. And I love the way you did that, man, because it's so true. You know what I'm saying? You born into it. And it's a lot of things that we think are normal, the norm, and it's really <laughs> the total opposite of what you should be doing. Exactly. So it's like oftentimes, man, that's why when you think about it, it's easy to do the wrong thing. Facts. It's easy to do the wrong thing, but people, you know, have often talked about this. It's also with that being said, it's easy to get into trouble and hard to get out of. Yep. You know, but the thing about it, it's like, uh, it's common. It's a common place. Well, I think too, it's, it's all, it's the mind state of things too, of what we think. So a lot of times, you know, <laughs> When you in church, man, and you 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 sitting there and you watching things. Everything about church, man, when you when you young, man, everything about church looks uncommon. Yeah, it do. <laughs> it's scary at times, man, coming up sometimes, man. You see people falling out, you're like, oh Lord. Shouting. Yeah, but man, you know look here. Sisters, you don't understand. I mean, it. older sisters, man, the wig about to fly off, <laughs> all of that. You like, this is church. Right. It's like I remember, man, sometimes I was like, I don't think I want to come back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, man? It's like, it's, it's really, when you think about it, when people shouting around in church, man, if somebody had, let's just say, uh, what's that? Uh, somebody had uh, what? what? What is it called when they uh, have loud outbursts? What? Did they call it the Holy Ghost? No, no. No, I'm what not you talking somebody like you know when you. Oh, have, it's a it's each matter. Uh, yeah, what is it called? Tourette's. Uh, Tourette's. For that moment, you in church, they they right at home. Like you, you won't oh. know. <laughs> like seriously, like right or wrong. That's funny, bro. No, but it's funny, true. but it's real, right? Right. That's what I'm saying, and you know, especially that, when it, if it's like the the uh, the service is upbeat. You know, man, everybody. Look you know what I'm saying, man. I kid Going. you. I kid you not, man. I used to be in church, man, and um. One sister used to always, man, pastor used to be in um, used to be preaching, man, putting it down. And then all of a sudden, man, you can always tell when pastor then when he then went day and when he then dropped the major key, old girl used to get up. Oh yeah. That's what she used to say. <laughs> like, man, bro. Uh, bro. It's almost like, bro, you knew <laughs> it was coming. Up. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like you knew it was coming, bro. So uh what I'm saying though, bro, like it's it's always stated when you in church, man, come as you are. For yeah. Come yeah. as you are. Now sometimes people take that to the extremes. <clears throat> yeah, they do. To the yeah. To the E, you know, extremes, capital E. But at the at the same time, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. You know That's I mean? true, they there. You, you, yeah, they there, bro. You showed up. It, exactly. And they showing out. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, man, at the end of the day, bro, like the most uncommon things happen in the house of the Lord. It's like people come out of the streets, man, come in, man, they could be on their addiction. I've seen these things, man. People, been, you know, they've been on addictions, uh, all kind of stuff, man. Somebody could have came into church high, yep. you know, smell like a pound, and all of a sudden got healed right there in the church. Facts. In the church. And it's like, man, you know, you can look at TV sometime, man, reality TV and then you can tell man this don't even look that's even uncommon bro because why is it called reality TV when it's not even reality bro you know what I'm saying like there's that's not the norm you know what I'm saying so it's like it's crazy bro that's a play on reality right 
So that that's wild, man, in itself, man. I'll tell you one thing, bro, one incident where it's like interventions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, that's one of the first times I experienced that, like a major intervention, like with men. Um, and it was just a young man. It was a uh, a few men from the church, older men from the church. It was a young man, teenager age, and he was just like they was having an intervention with him. They had him in the office. They're just talking to him, bro. And it was just like one of those moments to where that was just uncommon, bro. I was like thrown back. All I could do is just sit in the back and just like watch, bro, and listen. I was like at all. Because I never seen a group of men like do that. You know what I'm saying? I was getting ready to see. I was getting ready to say, you know, also to piggyback off what you say, man. When you see a bunch of brothers together doing something Facts. positive, that's uncommon. That's what period. I'm saying, bro. I never seen that. And it was like, man, man. It just took me. I mean, I've probably seen it, but it's far far and few uh far and few between, man. It's just like, bro, it hit you just like that. Exactly, man. And it's a powerful Sentiment, Thanks. you know, that it's like when you see it, man, first of all, you don't even have to, the brothers, it, it doesn't even matter what those brothers look like, the, you know, the physical build of those brothers, just to see those brothers mm-hmm. together, man, working toward, uh, you know, the same, uh, the same goal. Yep. Man, that, again, man, you get people you on the get same on wave, bruh, yep. like that's when you had the most impact. I'm telling you, man. That's when you have the most impact. And again, it's uncommon because really and truly, I believe again, it's a mindset thing. So we should start by asking ourselves, what do we perceive as common? That's what I'm saying, bro. It's and a, whatever we see as common, is that right? Is that what right looks like? Facts. Hundred percent, bro. I gotta I wanna move into some things, bro, that go I got ahead, on bro. my mind. So it's like it's comfortability common. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Comfortability coming. Do we avoid uncomfortability? And we can overpad our life <clears throat> if we're not careful. Like, it's like watching a kid ride a bike. And you got knee pads, elbow pads, helmet on, vest on. And it's like, you can't even properly ride a bike because you got all this safety gear on, man. You're too scared to be uncomfortable. Now, can I add another? Now, that's funny. In my mind, this side, <laughs> interesting my mind works, right? So you say, like, I can see this child, like, dugged out in safety. Facts. Safety. Reflective uh, product- Yeah. So let's just say the child fall. Then all of a sudden, the child becomes comfortable with falling. Mm. Mm. Sometimes it takes that one fall for you to feel feel that one fall and realize, I don't ever want to fall no more. Facts. So I'm going to get the hang of this because I don't want to be down there again. I don't want to feel that pain no more. That made me think of, like, skateboarders and, like, uh... The BMX whole movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy tricks like that. I imagine how many times you had to fall, hurt yourself to be able to do something like that. But it's just like getting past that that fear of um, comfortability. Because where it came from, where that thought came from was like, you got comfortable, you got uncomfortable, right? And in this world we live in, we try to be so comfortable. You know, try to have everything the right way. But it's like... um, and life, man, like life it just, like it that. don't work like that, bro. And it's just like, not to go too deep or think too hard on it, man. It's just like, what are you read? What, what, like, how are you, um, how are you padding your life? Are you over padding your life or, um, you could be under padding your life. You know what I'm saying? But end of the day, man, it's just like, it's comfortability, um, common. That's interesting too, man, about the, the BMX, you say? Yeah. Like those guys, the one thing that I would say about them that's uncommon is their resolve. 
like you said before, like how many times they they fell on a small bike too, it's, bro. It ain't even a mountain bike. Exactly. <laughs> so just picking themselves up and just I'm gonna keep trying. Right. The resolve is what's uncommon. Hundred percent. And that helps get you to <clears throat> your overall goal. And really, like the end result, it's just man, it's your 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 drive, your goal, you know, perseverance, like. That's what must stay uncommon. Matter of fact, you trying to make no. A that team. should be. I feel like that should be coming. But right but see, now is what I'm saying. Un, what I say. Why I say uncommon is because think about common. What we said about common. Common is common is something that everybody's doing. A lot of times when everybody doing something, a lot of times that ain't the right thing to be doing anyways. Especially in the world. Mm. So when you remain uncommon, to be honest with you, that's when you truly make. And, uh, you know, you make you truly make an elite team because you bringing something to the table that's not already know, there. Exactly. Your hustle. You sitting up there, you know, I'm going to do the things that nobody else want to do. I feel you. That's that. what makes you valuable. So be uncommon in somewhere that's common. You know what I'm saying? In the places that's common. So there that made go. me think about, like you mentioned, perseverance, right? I'm thinking we've been taught that like the discipline is uncommon. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like being undisciplined is common. You feel me? And you can be free. You can do what you want. You know what I'm saying? That's like the rules of the world. And that's why most of us struggle in it, I feel like, because the perception of discipline is that it's boring and it's restrictive. But without restraint, you will be stopped in the pursuit of your goals by distractions. Always be distracted by something. And that that's what discipline does, man. It narrows your life. It simplifies your life. So when you have too many choices... You become analysis paralysis. When you have, you know what I'm saying? You get stumbled over your words when you're using too many words and you become lost. So your judgment on what's common, what's uncommon becomes like tainted. It becomes uh skewed. Blurry. So gotcha. your heart, uh, so all right, to hear what God is saying to you, man, eternally, you have to quiet the outside world. And to quiet the outside world, you gotta get by yourself. And um with that being said, man, that's when distractions come in. And basically all I'm saying is like build a discipline to where you're able to quiet your outside world, build a discipline to where you're able to simplify your life. And uh, I feel like those two things are uncommon because we feel like we got to be so complex. Our life got to be so complex. It's like our life is really simple, bro. It boils down to a few principles. When you say build a discipline, what do you mean? I feel like we all have discipline, man. We just got to direct it in the right place. You may got the discipline to turn on the TV every day after work, to yell when somebody cut you off, to get faded on the weekends, uh, to get your <laughs> haircut done. You know what I'm saying? We all got discipline to do something on a regular basis, bro. But by directing that discipline into other areas, you can learn to refuse things, say no to people, and importantly, sometimes say no to yourself. Okay. So I think I'm trying to get at the bigger picture. What's up? So with you are talking about, my friend, I believe it's another word that goes in front of that discipline. Self-discipline. Self-discipline, bro. That's the most important thing. Real, bro. And I feel like your battle is with yourself first. Yep. You know what I mean? Always is. As soon as you wake up, dog. Here we go. As soon as you wake up, man. Matter of fact, your, your, one side of your mind say, here we go. The other side say, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm telling Let's you, Let's go dog. back to sleep. It's, it's crazy, like- <laughs> bro, because it's like... What you said, man, um, like I said, the battle is with yourself. Uh, and so many people in the world, it's like, you free. You do what you want to. So it's so much pulling at. I mean, there's so many distractions pulling at you, man. It feels like uh, you don't have to restrain from anything because it's all out here for you. 
But it's like, that's where the real power comes in by being restrained, by having self-discipline. Because now you narrow your life and your focus is super on point now. It's razor sharp because you know what to focus on. Your, your, your view goes from right here to right here, bro. Like the horse with the blinders on. And I uh, feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's just self-discipline, bro. First thing, man. Okay, okay. Uh, go ahead, bro. Something on your mind? I got... I, um. Well, I know I'm I, I, like I hear some of the I, I can hear some of the listeners and they're thinking, well, is it always good that you know tunnel vision isn't always good? You should be able to be able to see out in the distance, especially through those peripherals at times. Most definitely. Most and definitely. so I guess with uh, brother B saying it's a time for everything. It is, you know, though, man. Um, right. but definitely, even with that though, you know, just. In the sense, man, of being uncommon, a lot in a lot of cases, you know, like your vision is different, anyways. It you is. know, you're not just focusing on the, you know, a lot of being a visionary. The word visionary is uncommon when you think about it. Why you say that? How many people are visionaries? What are they then? I'm just saying. How many people are vision? How many people are? I don't feel like people have a vision. Like, okay, so if you if you don't have a vision, then you're definitely not a visionary. <laughs> like being able to think out, you know, like to be ahead of your time, to be so-called ahead of your time, you know, you mess around and God forbid you, you know, you, you didn't left this, this world and then, you know, you've passed on. But what you've left behind is, you know, like a futuristic, uh, a futuristic, uh, gift that you bestowed upon the world in which people were like so many years out of still doing things that you talked about mm. back in, you know what I'm saying? That's Thanks. being a bit, you was a visionary because nobody was even thinking that way back in 100%. that particular day at the present time. Nobody was thinking that way. That's why you were called crazy then. No, he crazy. Ain't nobody. Gonna, but then all of a sudden that brother was a visionary. 100% bro. So I- that's uncommon. It is though. It makes me think of like uh you know, bookworm. You hear people getting picked at or man, you always reading uh this and that and it's like um I feel like at points in times people that are like that, um though are visionaries because they looking past their present current current time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um uh, that may be somebody in high school right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You getting picked at. You getting bullied for always reading, for being a smart one. But it's like you see the vision for your life already, bro. You seeing past that moment of just living in that, in that, in that high school era. You know what I'm saying? You thinking farther and beyond your your your, your current situation. I think that comes with like information, right? So like, this kind of ties into my point about being free. Is that you're not born to do everything. Um. Again, like I said, we taught to be free. We taught to do that. You can do whatever you want under the sun. But I feel like too too much information is a curse. Too much of anything isn't good. You don't know what to do with it all. Yeah, you it's moderation. Me? We must take, because to be honest with you, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, one thing ahead. I had to learn, man, over the years is we, it's crazy. We, just like a dog, a dog that chases his tail, right? Um, If the dog actually caught his tail, then what? <laughs> It'll be a painful situation. Mm. It'll be a painful situation. So the dog is curious about catching something that 
in a sense, it was never meant for him to catch because if he caught it, he would only put himself in pain. Mm. That's crazy. That's like, you know, too much, too much knowledge. It can add to a bad thing. 100%, bro. Too much information, dog. Because I think, like, not everything benefits us. Not yeah. everything benefits us to know. So you always heard that saying, like, jack of all trades, master of none. And I feel like that's what it becomes. And when you think about, when you think about Tiger Woods, what you think of? I mean. Or uh, what sport? Oh, golf. What about Michael Jordan? Basketball. Bill Gates. You feel me? Yes, you, you, yeah. you get me? All so it's of like it, all of it is is success. All of it, and I feel like they simplified it by focusing on one thing. You know what I'm saying? Focusing on one thing and mastering that. Uh, but you got to learn what's right for you and what's not good for you. You know, there's plenty of good opportunities, but the right opportunity, you know, uh, there's plenty of good things for you to do, good opportunities to come around, but what's that right opportunity for you? You feel me? So... Um, you talked about being general, right? Being a general person. And we talked about vision. So I feel like some people go through their whole life without like a clear vision, a, a clear path. And I feel like vision directs your path. Uh, it lets you know what you should eat, what you should read, who you should hang out with. And it becomes, it has become uncommon for people not to value themselves because they don't know who you are. They don't know who they are. And that's Bingo. what vision Bingo. does for you, bro. It identifies, it helps you identify who you are. And who you see. Who you see, bro, your purpose. And um, earlier, we spoke on uncomfortability and how common it is. And sometimes people get thrown off because their vision get tested. And sometimes a challenge isn't there to stop your vision. A challenge is there to just test your vision, just test the validity of it. And um, you just have to Understand that vision, once you identify that, it reveals so much to you, right? So two questions you should always ask yourself, man. And uh, I heard these two questions from Miles Monroe. If nobody ever heard of him, go go check him out. Uh, A lot of great knowledge on him. But anyway, what do you envision for yourself? And what is the vision you have for yourself? And just like, bro, those two things, like even saying those words, like just sound powerful. Say it one more time. What do you envision for yourself? And what is the vision you have for yourself? And it's just like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? It make you sit back and say that. Like, man. And that's a powerful question because once you identify that, um, you 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 know what values to adopt. And what are values, man? Like that one definition of values is how you should behave and what standards you choose to live by. You feel me? And that's what kind of like a vision self to dictate. So, uh, yeah, man. You know, if you... Go ahead. What you about to say? I'm I'm listening actually, man. Um, I you know, I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna be obedient and I'm gonna do this. So I feel like somebody, not just somebody, it's it's people in this world that struggle with the same thing, and we're talking about this for a reason. I like it's hit me sharp right now. It's a lot of people in the field in which they doing things that they don't want to be doing. Such as like, you know, work related, they, you know, in the field of work that they hate, wake up, they dread going to work. You know, they wonder why they continue to go to work. But then the answer that they keep getting is the fact I need a check. But still and yet you're working to collect a check in which 
the check runs out relatively quick. And then on top of that, you still don't even appreciate it if it is worthwhile. So with that being said, I'm going to challenge you to challenge yourself. And I'm going to say both me and myself, we talking about vision. What do you envision of yourself like he stated? Not only that, I'm going to take it a step further and deeper. And I'm going to say um, challenge yourself to figure out what your gift is, what your niche in this world is, so to speak. Figure out what it is that you do the best at with the least amount of effort as God dropped on my heart years ago. Figure that out. And once you figure that out, see, it's, 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 it's simple to a lot of, well, it's complicated to a lot of people, but it's really simplistic. When you, when you figure out that it's already something that's on demand, people coming to you for this thing, whether that be bacon, whether that be advice, whether that be um, taxes, whether, whatever it is, to be honest with you, it's the, the small thing that you may look at in your life that you do. You may look at it as being small, but it's the seed of a business. Figure that out. Because once you figure out what your gift and your talent is, then to be honest with you, you can always build around that. Facts. And I say to you, from that point, moving forward, don't be afraid of the next step. The next step is putting forth the effort to actually put yourself in process. No, to, to put yourself in, you know, on, on a level in which you realize that, number one, you're not beneath the next person or you know, you, you belong here because you do, you know, if you're already doing it, see a lot of people, the, the thing that that's interesting, a lot of people do these things, man, for free. Now they do them mm-hmm. for free, you know, family functions come around and people want you to do the decorating or whatever, right. you know, <laughs> but you like, Shh, again, you know, but again, everybody always telling you, you did your thing afterwards, but then you don't think much of it, but it's something that, that, that does your heart a lot of joy when you're doing it. Why not focus on that? Like really, you know, push that. It's 23. You tired of what you did in 22, you know, before the pandemic, whenever let's try something different. If you say you really tired of what you've been going through, then to be honest with you, try have faith enough to try to try to push what's already within you. Push that, bring it outward. Let's see what happens. I'm going to actually add something to that before I move on. But like solitude, man, I speak on this a lot because it's super important. And as me as an only child, I identify this early on in my life is that solitude is super important, bro. Like like I said, I was an only child, so I had to deal with it a lot. But being by yourself, man, in the quiet, like whether it be going on a walk, going to the park, sitting in your car somewhere quiet. You know what I'm saying? Putting on, if you got to put earbuds in your head and just sit in the car quietly. Whatever you can find some solitude, the closet, wherever, that's when God speaks to you, man, the most. Yeah, you're right. Because when you got too much going on, you always listen to the TV, you studying with music in, you always on a computer. It's like you always around friends. It's commotion. Bro, you can't hear nobody speaking. You can't hear God speaking to you. So it's, you got to get quiet sometimes. Once you identify your vision, man, pray to God, whatever, who, <clears throat> however, you, however, however you identify your vision, man, meditate on it. Uh, and listen for what God has to speak to you on it. And if you, if you allow yourself 
to live by what you don't have, you'll never rise. If you always allow yourself to just think about and live by what you don't have, you're never going to rise above what you don't have. You know what I'm saying? So you have to um, understand three things, which is the greatest enemy to vision is distraction. Number two, um, distractions are not bad things. They are good things. Meaning distractions are like sometimes they're not always bad things. Like, oh, man, I can't go there because they over here doing this. It's like, bro, good things. The TV is good, bro. And that's a distraction. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be mindful because some things that are good for you or that feel good can be a distraction also. And number three, vision comes in phases and seasons and um, you may not always get it in one time. But you have a you have a mission that you have to do. Like you said, the de- decorations. You don't know what the next step is, but that's your season right now. That's your phase you in right now. Handle that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's just building it on and adding on to your skills. Um, it's uncommon for moving on to my next point. It's uncommon for people to have delay or people to adopt delayed gratification. Like, this is super important, dog, because why is it so hard for people to stay on track with their goals, working out, saving money? It's because of instant gratification. That's a small mindset. And we can buy, like I said, I'm a foodie, bro. When you get extra money, when you have extra money, they got the dollar menu, bro. You don't even got to have a lot of money. You feel me? You could splurge out on $5. You know what I'm saying? Get five McChickens. We can buy food. <laughs> you feel me, bro? Nah, you need to really question why is it $5? But nah, I'm saying, bro, like, the, the instant gratification tip, bro. But you're right. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta understand that um, what you put in your body, you need to value what you put in your body, which is very important. Facts. Like, very important. Go ahead. Nah, go you're s- right, bro. <laughs> but because of instant gratification, because of that spoiled mindset, man, because we can have everything. at the f- We got so much information in our phones right here at the click of a button. We can look up anything we want. Um, You can look up, you know, it's crazy, bro. It go deep, man. Like, like I said, food, uh, porn. We got money. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you got money coming in. You can buy whatever you want. And um, I think that having all those abilities sometimes uh, don't allow us to grow and wait for the reward at the end of the uh, at the end of the journey because we could get it right now. You know why wait when I can get my reward right now? Why why wait to um, why wait to feel better or why am I suffering in the gym when I could just go eat ice cream and feel good right now? You feel me? Why uh, court this? Why, 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 why court a woman and talk to her, take her out on dates when I could go and look on my phone and look at porn and have a woman do whatever I want right now? You know, why um, save money when I could go buy this shirt right now? And it's like you could get, you know what I'm saying? Having that instant um, transaction. That's why, man, I feel like. Um, you know, you always hear about in the drug game, people either dying, ending up in jail, or getting on drugs. And it's like that fast money like that. I feel like the fast transaction, it don't lead to nothing sustainable. It creates and, um, a it creates a momentary high that yeah. you it's like um people talk about it's it's the gateway drug really. Because just like people talk about with with weed, they say, you know, well, how did you wind up doing something way more potent or you you wind up doing like the worst drug? And they said it is because ultimately it 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 goes back toward them chasing the first high that they had Which before. Facts, bro. They got that high, so they wanted to outclass that high, and then they try something different. And so you know, it's always again chasing the tail. 
Here we go again, chasing that tail. 100%, man. And it's like, um, I wanna, you said something earlier, man. I want to go back to it. First of all, you was talking about prayer or oh, yeah, something bro. that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you said, you know, um, you was talking about uh, isolation, silence. And I Correct. agree with you totally on that. And then you, you know, you talk about, you were talking about prayer. I want to add something on to that. What's up? After that, you know, to whoever this, uh, you know, to uh, to whoever this, uh, this is needed for, just understand something. After you say, you know, after you go to God in prayer, you know, have the ears to hear what's going to be said to you, the instructions, but also write it down. Yeah. Because those from those, you know, from those words or instructions, that could be your business plan. Mm -hmm. Write it down, you know, and be careful on who you show it to, because everybody is not your friend. Everybody does not mean you well. Like, 100%. I hate to say it, even if it's family, you got to be. You got to protect that vision. Bro. Exactly. Exactly. Protect your vision. Definitely. Um, now going back and I want to, um, say something else on to what you said earlier what about, that? um, you was talking about, um, I believe it was vision. Uh, <laughs> I said a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to vision. remember. Let me go um, back. I was talking about the two questions to ask yourself. I was talking about, uh, the great enemies of the three enemies of, uh, distraction. Um, it, uh, one enemy is distraction. The one, another one is distractions are bad. People think okay. distractions, distractions. Are bad. that's yeah. what it is. Oftentimes, when we think about distractions, and you brought up a good point because oftentimes when we think about distractions, we think about the you know the most negative things. Oftentimes, distractions can also be good for us because I've seen this happen too many times before. You are mess around and you in a rush to leave someplace to get to someplace else. But here it is, gotta, gotta inter, you know, interfere a lot of times and have you late, and you know, oftentimes you wonder why, man, why I'm late going here. You don't know what it is that God pulling you from. Which, if you would have made it on time, who's to say you would even made it to the uh, concert at all? Sometimes, you know, sometimes when we always want to look at life and we always want to rush to the next spot or the, you know, the next location, understand that. Sometimes if for whatever, you know, if something strange happened and we don't make it, we being distracted for another reason. Right. We need to pay attention, exactly. bro. Be aware. And just, and, and you know, again, the most important thing is this here. You alive, you know, and you have an opportunity. Even if you don't make that concert, you can go to another one. The concert's going on all the time. 100%. So again, it's not the end all be all, but distractions they shouldn't always be seen as the worst all the time because sometimes God is really interfering, you know, to make sure that we stay safe. Facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, and I feel like that's super important because you do have to be aware because sometimes, like you said, distractions pop up in your life to notify you of something, to get your attention. That's 100% true, bro. My uh, uh, last point, I would say, close to the last point, is family. You know, I feel like family some is becoming uncommon. You know, um, I like one of the attributes, man, that I appreciate. It's becoming uncommon and common. And it depends. When, you say family, when I say what about family, when I say uncommon, I'm saying like the aspects of, like I said, we got this technology. We got to be careful not to allow it to break to tear us away from my family. Having the TV on, you know what I'm saying, uh, in the bedroom because um, 
we wanted that conversation time, that intimate time together. And I feel like if we don't be careful, like so much technology around the phone, the computer, you know, you got it so, so close to your hands. Um, then it's going to break up the family. We're not going to spend that close time together that, that have dinner together. Invaluable time. Valuable time. So, uh, we can't uh, allow that, that family structure to be lost. And that's one of the attributes I appreciate about you because it's like, yo man, I always say my, my dad wasn't in my life. So I always value that when I, when I see a man who take handling, handling his business and his, in his child's life, um, or children's life. And, uh, society is only as strong as your family. Society is only as strong as this family. Excuse me. You must build a strong family and family de- uh, determines the condition of the nation. And, um, I heard this also from Miles Monroe, and I thought it was a good point enough to repeat it. He said, at times, we want the government to discipline, educate, correct, and protect our children. But that's not their responsibility. We want to, If we want a better government, we must make better families. And I thought that was super important, man. And uh, respect is built at home first, man. So, like, if you build that, 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 that cohesiveness at home, if you build that respect at home, they'll go out in society and also have respect. Who is they? Uh, your children, man. Okay, just your children. Just, yeah, nah, nah. Make sure yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta clarify point. that, bro. Yeah, you you write about that, and um, I'm gonna say something on that. What um, what brother um Monroe was saying. With that, I definitely agree because, again, it's like one of the most heartbreaking um, one of the most heartbreaking moments in America, through the eyes of colored people, is just to watch a police officer beating on a child, somebody's child. It could be a grown man, but somebody's child. But then you stop and you ask yourself, you like, okay, what did this, what did this, uh, this guy do? Twofold, bro. It's always twofold. And then on Facts. top of that, then you have to stop and ask, okay, so in a home, you don't like, what got this child to becoming a young man to going out and doing this? Or you also, you you always, you know, the one thing that I'm I'm not oblivious to having children is this here. I have children. I love my children with all my heart, but I am not going to sit up there and nobody's going to ever tell me that I have angels all the time because I I know what the deal is. <laughs> I sit there and I watch him. Nobody going to ever say, you know, oh, he's just a, he's oblivious to his. No, I know my slick. I, I know. I know what it is, bro. But the thing about it, it's about what we teaching in these households. That's the first of all. You can't sit up there and you you asking the government to do all this stuff that we should already be doing and incorporating within our own household. It's like we are we are like self-policing. It, it, it starts with us in our house. We should be up there teaching these kids, look, this is what you this is what you shouldn't be doing in this house because. If you're doing it in this house, then I mean, you're going out there and you're going to try it too. And this is how it's going to happen out in the streets or wherever. So that's why we that's why we sitting up here and that's why we attacking this issue in the house. Thanks. You know, but again, it's like it's the small thing. It's, you know, it's just. It's the in home. It's the in home chores that we must do. I like that. Choice you know, words. but it goes it goes beyond the house because if you teach your home etiquette, then when it leaves out of when they leave out of the house, then they're showcasing the same thing that they learn in the house. Thanks, bro. Majority of the time. I say majority of the time because you do have 
you have instances in which still and yet people are going to make their own choice, even though they may have been taught the right way, they're going to still make their choice. So that's all I can say on that. Nah, that's 100 percent, bro. And uh, my last point, man, I guess to tie it all home is fatherhood and husbands like me and you both are husbands, man. We both fathers. And uh, of course, bro, you're a vet in the game. You know what I'm saying? I just got I just entered into my fatherhood. But that short time, like reflecting back on like my mom's teaching and now that I'm going through it, it's like you pull on that on, on, on that subconscious of what you've been taught at home. Right. Like what you said, my mom, you know, preached to me, preached to me. Sometimes I didn't want to hear it. And now that I'm having a family and building a family of my own, some of that same messaging is resonating and rising up now. And I'm able to call on it and reflect on it. So as a father and as a husband, I was lying in bed with my wife, man, after an argument. And she had an extra blanket in the bed. And I was like, what's that blanket for? And I was like, you trying to divide us? Are you trying to divide this family? I said it quite sarcastically. And bro, her answer shook me, dog. She said, your actions are dividing this family. And I was like, whoa, bro. You know what I'm saying? And as a husband, as a father, we got to lead our families, man. Uh, if the father's cussing in the home, they're going to think it's okay. If the father's drinking in the home, they're going to think it's okay. And we can't resolve our issues. If we can't resolve our issues with our wives and our families, then they're going to lack conflict resolution and good communication skills, man. So um, us, man, we got to just take hold, man, and um, really assess ourselves, man, like, and figure out what what aspects of ourselves um, that we need to strengthen and then what areas of strength that we could pass on those teachings to uh, to our family, man. So self-assessment. Self-assessment, bro. I like that, man, because God knows I ain't perfect. Bro, you know what I'm Far saying? Far from it. Same, you bro. Know? Same, man. And um, you know that they go back and um to say one last thing also. To think about it, man. It's so easy to be uh, it's so so easy to get on the defensive. Facts, bro. It's easy like that, man. I could have easily just turned that around, dog. It, you quick, know what I'm saying, man? It's so you know. But the thing about it, man, when growth happens is when you are able to open up your mouth and instead of saying something harsh, or you know, or critical critically delivered towards somebody else, you come back and you say, you know what? You're right. I got to work on me. It's a lot that I got to work on. I'm not perfect, you know, but sometimes, you know, that's the hardest thing, bro. I heard this for a lot, for, for a long time. And then it, it it hit me, man. You know, when you hear, I'm not perfect, but I'm worth it. (laughs) It just sounds like a song, but when you break it down and and you really think about it, we got to believe that we truly are worth it. Like change does not happen until we feel like we worth the change or change does not happen until you feel like, you know, you got to get off yourself. Sometimes you got to, you know, we sit up there, man, we ask God, you know, we ask God for help. But then we come back and we say, you know, we ask God, um, we ask God, uh, forgive me, you know, but you haven't forgiven yourself. Mm. It's just like, you know, think about it, man, either you, you can speak about being healed or you can put yourself in position to begin your process of healing. You know, it's just like, you got to allow that to happen. Thanks. You know, if you wearing the dog on bandaid all the time, you talking about, man, yeah, it's going to heal. It's going to heal. But bro, when you going to take the bandaid off and let it really do what it's supposed to be doing anyways, Facts. you know, but it's going to hurt. 
that comes along with it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. We, hey, now, that's the trip. As a man, we talk about a lot of stuff, but we really do fear pain. Facts. We fear the physical manifestation of pain and the mental portion of pain. Facts, bro. We don't like pain. I'm talking about, bro, we'll, we'll, we'll lean into our strengths, dog. Yeah, yeah. Lean into our strength to our detriment at that. You know what I'm man, saying? for real. And, bro, I'm telling you, man, and be, like, totally jacked up. You know what I'm saying? Don't get sick. You know those, uh, you know what come in my head when you're talking about that? Like, those movie. I don't know if you ever seen it in a movie, to where it'd be, like, a front. Like, it'd be the front of the house, and it looks amazing, straight. And then they open the door, and the whole thing fall over. <laughs> and it's just, like, a two-dimensional thing. You know what I'm talking about? And that's how some of us act, bro, as men. We put out this strong persona, this manly persona. Boy, look here. But behind behind us, bro, straight two dimensional. Boy, bro. look here. You kick down the door and there's nothing there. That's it. It was all it was was the door. <laughs> like, bro, for real. That's real, bro. So nah, I'm, I'm with that era, man. Yeah. For real. That self accountability, man, self assessment. Allow yourself to be healed, man. That was a powerful word, bro. Allow yourself to be healed so you can move forward and um be accepting of uh, you know, criticism, man. Be accepting of criticism. Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism, man. So, and also with that being said, because you know we talking about the brothers too, but for the ladies, yeah, facts. Please, you know what I'm saying? It goes both with that sword cut both ways, bro. Queens, please. <laughs> it's a right way and it's a wrong way to begin to deliver constructive criticism. Most definitely, bro. I um Kevin on stage. You familiar with him? No. Nah. Uh, but in, he he a comedian. Um, but he said that uh, his him and his wife was arguing, and hopefully I'm saying it right, man. Um, but him and his wife was arguing, and uh, she he was like, "You want me to tell you the truth? I'm gonna tell you the truth." And she was like, "Stop! If you think you're gonna tell me the truth without love, then you got me messed up because truth without love, uh, is not right, and then love without truth isn't right." You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to deliver the truth to somebody, do it in love, man. Don't do it in spitefulness. You feel me? Mm, I like that. Repeat that one more time what she said. She said, truth without love isn't right, and love without truth isn't right. No, when oh. she... Oh, she was like, let me stop you right there. If you think you're going to say the truth to me in the, uh, without saying it in a loving way, then you got me messed up. You know what I'm saying? Because that's real, bro. You gonna you can't deliver the truth in a spiteful way, man. If you're gonna deliver the truth, you're gonna deliver it in a loving way so they can be accepted to it. Or they can receive it in the right way. That's true. So uh yeah, man. Um Real talk. Real talk, bro. I love that. Yes, you sir. feel me? I, I appreciate that. So hey man, that's all I got, bro. I ran my mouth long enough. Um hopefully you guys pulled something from it. Hopefully we're rambling over here, man. Leave us a comment, leave us a review. Uh all the strip all the Contact information, our links, whatever the case may be, ways to get in touch with us are in the description of this video, of this podcast. I'll be listening to us, man. So we appreciate you guys for listening. Honestly, I appreciate you, E, man, for showing up each week. And hey, uh, Question yourself. Are we being common or uncommon? There you go, bro. That's it. So to next week, man. Peace. 23. We appreciate you giving us a listen. If you like this episode and would like to engage with us or support, reach out through our social media platforms linked in the description and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.